Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. The Levy Exit. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. This, the last day. Hard to believe this is the last day this week that you'll be able to observe any of practice. Yeah, yeah, I was able. I guess I've, there's been two practices since I talked to you last. Uh, but I just got back from uh, the last practice uh, outside in shells today. Man, the last two days, yesterday was inside, but the last two days they have been blaring. I mean, it is so loud. It's, it, I don't know. It sounds like, I don't know. It's, it's like cans banging around and stuff, you know. It's just, it's, it's like you have to hold your ears. It's so loud. So they're definitely preparing for the crowd noise. Obviously, Tiger Stadium is 102,000 rowdy Cajuns. So uh, you got to get ready for that environment. And, um, Devon Manuel is out there doing stuff and has been out there. Um, you know, Ron was doing a little bit of stuff yesterday. I don't recall seeing him out there today. Um, so I, I just think, you know, when you got a guy coming back, especially when it's a knee, usually the protocol is, you know, work him into practice some, and then maybe the next week you'll see him. But I, I would just be surprised if we saw him out there uh, today. So, um, yeah, just out there preparing for LSU. It's going to be a tough one on the road, especially, you know, coming after off the game that they just played, um, you know, losing to BYU, obviously, and LSU's coming off of such a uh, a nice win against Mississippi State where they were just really clicking on all cylinders. I think Arkansas has got a better team than Mississippi State does. Probably people don't want to hear that after the loss to BYU, but I think they've got a better team, a better defense. Um I would be surprised, I guess, if Jaden Daniels went 30 or 34 again, um, passing the ball. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm not uh, – obviously, Arkansas's uh, – that Saracen app had them 18.5 point underdogs last time I saw. So, um, But I don't know. For the gamblers out there, they know that, you know, when a team – when one team doesn't, uh, you know, hit their mark and Arkansas was, what, 8.5 point favorites against BYU and then uh, – the other team just, you know, blows right past it. You know, sometimes things tend to balance out, so maybe that's what will happen. But uh, obviously Arkansas is going to be a long shot to win the game in Baton Rouge. What did you see out of the Rocket? Not much. Yeah, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say a whole lot. And uh, like I said, I don't recall seeing him out there today. So I'm guessing that means, again, I, like I don't. Doing the, I don't doing expect like him to step, play. Those drills where they take their first step. Right. Right. You know, where they take their first step and then you know settle back and then you know that kind of stuff. So not not a whole lot. Hey, Rocket Sanders is really good, but there are some other good backs. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of things that go into the running game. I don't think it's just Sanders being yep. missing. Do you? Oh, no question. No question. Um, you know, and I, 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 it's interesting because I, you know, I've been listening to other talk radio and obviously we have a message board and listen you know seeing what fans are posting and stuff and you know i hear takes about well there's so many new players and stuff out there and maybe it's taking them time to gel but i mean really you know the offensive line has one new player and you know you know 
Joshua Braun didn't play that bad overall. Uh, you know, if you look at pro football focus grades, it's not like because they have an influx of new players. Like that's not that's not to me the adjustment. The defense has an influx of new players, and they're they seem to be playing fine to me. So, I, you know, I just think the offensive line they've got to figure some things out. Um, you know, we talked about. You know, some hand injuries that they've had. Obviously, Brady Latham has missed some time and then, you know, comes back. And, you know, the last couple of games did not play very well in this last one. Um, Devon Manuel has been out there. And I, as I said yesterday, you know, they need Devon Manuel to, A, get healthy, and, B, be a good player. You know, he's 6'9", 3'10". He's got a ton of ability. Uh, but, you know, he also hasn't played a whole lot of football. And... You know, LSU's got some players. You know, they yeah. got some studs on that side of the ball. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, I stand by what I say with this with this roster, and I think if you ask anybody down there, uh, you know, in the, in the football offices or you know, coaches and stuff, they will tell you this is the best team that they have had from a talent perspective, and now it's 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 figuring it out. It's figuring out, you know, a big part of it's just the offensive line. You just you're not going to be able to throw the ball with pressure in your face all the time. It's just bottom line. All right, Trey, let's talk with uh, Charlie. Charlie, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I do. That's the bottom line because Trey Biddy said so, right? That's right. You just can't. You can't. You're right. You just, you're not going to be able to hold the football at this point. And my question to you is, though, Trey, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I saw Clint Turner put out a tweet, and there was one thing I agreed in there with uh, – he talked about Wiggle from the receivers and saying that, you know, he's probably talking separation, and then he puts Tatanga time. And I think he thinks that mm-hmm. Tatanga can get open quickly. My question to you, I yeah. love Tesla. We all do. I, I think Isaac is, um, you know, I love him. But let's be real. Um, you know, he's more of a possession guy. So we got to find some guys. We got we to gotta find some guys that can get separation very quickly. And I know Sam has touched on, you know, getting the ball out of KJ's hand. But I don't know. if I know you go back and watch these games. How many routes were they running that were actually short the other day? Because for the most part that I could tell, those were more intermediate downfield routes. And, mm-hmm. you know, also, you know, you see the play action. And that's usually to take a shot. Well, if the team doesn't think you're if they're not afraid of you running the football, a lot of times play action can slow down the rush. Well, it didn't the other day for BYU. But my yep. question to you is, Trey, uh, how can they, not just with screens and, and rolling the court, what other ways can they just get the ball out of his hands and kind of a quick game? Can they go get to that? Do they even have it? Anyways, I'll hang up with them. Yeah, I mean, we saw them work so many screen passes and, you know, that's a good way, as Pittman mentioned the other day, to you know offset some rush stuff like that and blitzes when you run screens, draws. Uh, but we saw them run a lot of screens in practice. I agree with Clint. Satania needs to be out there playing. Um, I didn't like you know Sam's answer the other day, just about uh, this was before the BYU game, just about you know you need, they need him to to block better. And, <laughs> People need to be blocking for He needs to catch better. Now he needs to catch right. you've got, you've, you've got two other 6'4 wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah, and how many so, passes have um, been dropped by other receivers in the game? So, one in exactly. particular. So, who plays exactly. all the time? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I like Hammond's having award. diversity. Yeah, I like having diversity out there. Um, and Satania is different than the other wide receivers. He's a smaller, shifty, quick guy. Um, you know, Andrew Armstrong, Isaac Tesla tests off the charts. You know, when you look at jumping, speed, yeah. strength, mm-hmm. all of yeah. those things, he tests like nobody else, you know, in that room. Uh, Andrew Armstrong is one of the fastest guys on the team also. So they've, they've got some speed at wide receiver. And we know Isaiah Satanio, he clocked a 21.9 second on that, on that punt return, which was, uh, I believe, the fastest, according to the side I was looking at in college football last weekend. So we know he's got some speed. Um, they're not short of of weapons, and and you got Luke Has also, who's you know emerging. Uh, it, I mean, that guy's got a lot of ability, but you know, and some of it's this offense also. You know, a pro style attack takes some more time to get used to, and I think you've got some guys that are out there still thinking. I think that includes KJ Jefferson. There were times where you know he held it too long, but for the most part, I feel like 
you know, you you just got some issues on the offensive line. Um, I, I, I say this, I feel like every year about, you know, going back to this video of Ohio State with Justin Fields where they're talking about how mature and poised he is. He's going to his first, second, third, fourth, fifth receivers. Um, and I'm just sitting there counting, you know, to 1,007, 1,008. Of course he looks poised. Of course he's going through all of his reads. He's got all the time in the world to throw the ball. Uh, there's not a quarterback out there, Jaden Daniels, nobody, who is going to perform well with pressure in his face. Jaden Daniels isn't going 30 or 34 passing if he's running for his life all day. He's just not. Um, That is a big problem with this team right now. And I've said before with Andrew Chambly, he's a year away. He's got a lot of talent, but he's a year away. Patrick Kudis might be a year away, but he's probably the fifth best guy that they've got right now on the offensive line. Um, They need to get Devon Manuel healthy. That'll help, I think. Uh, I, I do think he has potential, but he hasn't played a lot of football, and he's going to make mistakes too. And Brady Latham's coming off his worst game. And, you know, it's hard for me to criticize guys sometimes. You know, Brady Latham's done a lot of good things for this program, and he's hurt. Um, you know, and I think that's played a big role. But if he's too hurt that he can't, you know, help you, you, you have to look to somebody else. I just don't know if the option is really there. This this program, these coaches have worked, you know, all, you know, fall camp and stuff trying to they talked about hey we need to have eight guys ready um and they've they've had some guys banged up so um you know these are these are reasons that you know you had some of the issues and punter too i mean you can't have 10 28 yard punts i would like to see them go maybe look at a different option this week at punter like if it's a shame because max fletcher has a big a leg as i've seen up there at punter uh but if you're going to have 10 25 yard punts 28-yard punts, and, you know, he did it a lot last year with 20-yard punts. Um, You can't do that in Death Valley. You can't go to Baton Rouge and have a punt like that. I mean, you talk about hearing the fans. You will hear them, and, you know, know, if you've got a tendency to do something like that, you may never recover. I would like to see them maybe explore other options. Um, You know, Devin Bale, he can kick it. He's not... He's not as he doesn't have the booming leg that Fletcher does, but maybe he can be a little bit more consistent. You just can't you can't put up with that. You can't put up with a ten yard punt. You know you just can't. And uh, I mean that's just, you might as well have the punt blocked. And we know what the statistics say when you have a punt blocked. You're probably going to lose so the game. So good, except for two punts in all three games. Yeah. But those two punts that you're right, a ten yard punt. Man, you just think how could that happen? I mean, I can forgive one every 25 or so, I guess. But it seems like one out of every five. Ooh. Let's talk with uh, Sterling. Sterling, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yes, Trey. Uh, first, I was talking about uh, what you said about going forward and uh, not going forward yesterday. You know, yep. you know mm-hmm. everybody has their own ideal on that kind of a deal. Yes. I, I'd, like to aggress- I'd like to aggress with Chris Lyman, uh, the decision to go for it. Of course, everybody does, doesn't like the, the call. I mean, it is 18 inches. And, yeah. And, and you well, can like I tell you, you real quick, Sterling, before you continue why, why uh-huh. I don't like it? So the reason uh-huh. I don't like it is because you're up 10 points, you've got all the momentum in the world behind you, and your defense is playing great. See, that's why I, was a little I, just, I feel like it's a gamble for no reason. See, I feel the same way. I feel exactly the same way. That I have confidence in you getting it. I have confidence in the defense stopping it if we don't get it. So I mean, I feel the same way. But I don't, but so but my my main reason for this call that but I want to ask you is that why do we see like we always hear about injuries after a poor performance? I don't remember hearing anything about KJ being banged up. In fact, mm-hmm. this is the week he's going to open up. We're going to turn him loose this week. That's what I remember hearing. I don't remember hearing anything mm-hmm. yeah. about. No hand problems with the offensive line. Mm-hmm. I don't remember hearing that. Now maybe I missed it. I mean, I don't hear it every second. I don't. I don't get to hear uh, the, 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 the. You got another thing you do that I used to hear all the time. I haven't yeah. listened to it as much lately. But uh, well, let me but, let me bring I mean, up a couple things real quick, Starling. Um, they did mention about um, KJ being a little banged up, but they also said you know they don't think that's really. What the, the problems I think KJ is experiencing is, you know, being in a new offense and wanting to do the right things and probably thinking a little bit too, you know, too much here and there. I don't think you know any 
any banged up aspect of it has, has really affected his performance. And I don't think they were trying to like necessarily say that, but just kind of saying. Now they have talked about the hand issues a little bit, and we know that Brady Latham has been out, and obviously Devon Manuel, um, you know, has has had about three different injuries since camp started. Uh, but Latham, I mean, Latham missed the first game. You know, he's he's just trying to come back. But this this guy wasn't as big as the issue that was at the past of the game. Maybe because it led to to the performance. But uh, I, sometimes it seems like they're, they're a little arrogant. Sometimes. Yeah. And I and I don't have no problem with with being arrogant at that. Seems like you are, but it's hard to be arrogant and humble at the same time. And mm-hmm. this this seems like this. this I, I, some of the, the, the comments that he's made in press conference is starting to rub me a long way, and it seems like he's it feels like he's feeling a, a little pressure. I would like for him to be a little more diplomatic and a little more unlooking, be more selling. I it seems like when I when he gets through talking in the press conference, I'm more worried than I was before I heard him talk. That, that's all, and I know it ain't about me or anything like that. It don't help you win games, but I mm-hmm. I, I just want to. What is he saying? If it's like that, do you think it's like that? I know you're not in the locker room. Do you think it's like that in the locker room, or he's just totally different when he's along with the kids in the dressing room? And thank you, Trey, and thank uh, Rick yeah. and Randy for allowing me to ask you the question. Thank yeah, you, Sterling. I mean, I think you, you obviously handle different people differently, but, you know, I think he's frustrated, you know, with and probably knows the same things that, you know, he's getting asked questions about. But I think there's definitely a, a level of frustration, and maybe it's bigger now that, you know, we are in year four now. Um, and, I mean, guys, you lose you lose a home game. You're favored by eight and a half points. Now, that's the last line I said, you know, saw on it. You're favored by eight and a half points. So you're going in there thinking we're at home. I mean, that's what I was thinking. I wasn't expecting uh, BYU to beat Arkansas. Um, that's just not a game you can lose. And when you look, when people look, like fans have every reason to be upset and frustrated right now. And, I don't think it's as far as Brent and Brimstone quite right now is, you know, we'll see what happens, but I don't know if it's ready to, um, you know, burn everything down just yet like people are talking or fire the offensive line coach. There's that rumor going around. That's not that's not accurate at all. Um, but I, you lose a game at home to BYU, and I'm right there with everybody, and then you look at what's coming, and you know you didn't play very well. You looked out of sync. You looked... I mean, very one-dimensional in a lot of ways. Uh, and we're talking about offense because I, th- I think the defense played well Saturday. And, you know, they've got a much bigger challenge coming up with Jaden Daniels in that offense. But you look at what's coming down the pipe, and you just lost a home game, and you know it's 34 days until your next home game. I mean, that's that's going to tick a lot of people off. <laughs> it just mm-hmm. is. And this is uh, football, as I said yesterday, it's a very emotional game. And... Um, you know, you lose a game that you you feel like you shouldn't, and it's in sheer four. Yeah, people are going to be furious. They just are. I haven't talked to anybody that's not mad. Save y'all. <laughs> Everybody no, I you're, talk to you're, you're very, right. well, very upset. I'd say more disappointed. I, I don't know that I've talked to many people that are, like, angry that we want to get rid of everybody, mm-hmm. but uh, there are people that certainly don't. No, well, I, I don't well, know that. I'm not question, saying Hey, Trey, the biggest yeah, question I face is the one that you're okay with, fourth and one. I have not talked to a single person who didn't mm-hmm. think Arkansas should go for it and who thought it should be a quarterback sneak. Not one. And I talked to a lot of I've people, I've talked to too. a lot of a lot of people say, you know, I don't, I don't totally disagree with. Like, I, first of all, I feel like if you are going to go for it, let's get KJ under center and, and, and go for it. I also, the other side of me though, they're up ten points. I get it. Well, so was They've Arkansas got all the against Colorado State two years ago, or you know, when Chad Morris was here, they didn't go for it and they never scored again and they lost. Let's don't, know, so let's don't, let's don't, let's don't talk about <laughs> those. Yeah. Like, it, so. it, it, it may not be hunky-dory up there right now, but it's not that. Okay. No, <laughs> yeah. I know. And, and look, I think I, it would not surprise me. I, I think Arkansas will play great against LSU. I think they could beat LSU. And so, I, I, despite all the problems, I, they're still a good football team and all of that. But, but as far as people being mad, I, I think a lot of them are disappointed, and a lot of them are questioning that decision. Yes, I, I think... 
twofold. If you're going to do it, let's see KJ under center. But also know that this team has not been a very good fourth and one team going back to last year. They just have not been. Now that is um, true. Yeah. And I think your defense is playing so well. Point, yes, just go ahead and right. punt them deep and okay. keep your momentum and you know live to fight another day. And you have a 10-point lead. Now, they only scored a field goal off that because, again, the defense was playing right. great. That's and right. we talk about that as a turning point. But what happened well, the next series? What happened on the next the offensive interception series? Interception. Gave them a touchdown. Yeah. Put it There's a turning the point. Yeah, that's right. There's a turning point for you. But that might not have happened. If you make the first down, you might drive and go to a touchdown or a field goal, and they never get back in the game. Yeah. Well, now we have to talk about the butterfly effect. <laughs> Everything changes once you change one thing. <laughs> All right. Let's let's uh, take a couple of questions from the okay. Southern let's Structural Solutions Buzz text line. One. Uh, let's see. This is Will from the 501. One major issue is the change to Enos offense. Brawls ran a simple yep. two-read system, which made it easy I for KJ. Enos is a true progression reads, which KJ hasn't done in his career. And I'll add this footnote, and doesn't have the time. Coupled with the old line, it is going to be an uphill battle all year. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they'll get better at it, but, you know, it's... The season's here. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's not like, yeah, I mean, it's time to It's not to exhibition perform. season any longer. It, it, exactly, exactly. Um, but he's right. I mean, and people, you know, think of a spread. And, you know, people who don't know a lot of times just, you know, think it's more complex, but it's not. It's simple. It's it's a lot of window dressing. Um, it's not nothing, none of it's simple, but it's it's simpler than a pro-style attack. And the thing about Dan Enos' offense is it incorporated a lot of different aspects, you know, similar to, you know, the Bobby Petrino philosophy of power spread, power run game, uh, and spread principles also. But the thing about it is you can adapt your offense. Guys, remember 2015, the offense took a while to get going. It was just kind of sputtering. And then they figured it out and figured out what everybody did well and, and got things going. And you kind of just got to – I hate to tell everybody to hope, but you kind of got to hope that's what's going on here. <laughs> sure. And they're, uh, they're going to get it figured out pretty quick. And they need to do it quickly because this is the gauntlet that we've all talked about. You had three games to get ready for it, and you dropped one of them. And now you're staring at it. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Media, HawkSports.com. It's now for the Bud Light SEC Pick'em Challenge. Go online at 1037thebuzz.com and pick the team you think will win each week for your chance to win. In a world of inflated car payments and sky-high interest, Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is taking their inventory to the nines. Call 501-945-4444. Get Sierra 1500 with the 5.3 V8 engine at just 0.9%. Plus, Guadney will double down with an additional $3,250 off when trading in a 2009 or newer vehicle. Guadney Buick GMC hasn't left out SUVs. Get 2023 GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. Or 2024 Buick Encore GX at just 2.9%. And if you haven't noticed, the holidays are coming. So why not get all the way to 2024 with no payments for the rest of the year? Watney, Buick, GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Watney, Buick, GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Watney for Buick, Watney for GMC, Watney for life. When you get on a bike, you got to watch out for gravel, potholes, and knucklehead drivers. But after a crash, here's what you got to watch out for. Insurance adjusters. They can be tough on injured bikers. They might try to pin the blame on you or pay you less than you deserve. So if you've been injured, here's what you should do. Call the lawyers who look out for bikers. That's Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Motorcycle crash? Call Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. Archery enthusiasts, get ready to take your fall hunting to the next level at Max Prairie Wings Annual Fall Fest, September 28th through October 1st. Four days only, enjoy tax-free savings on all of your archery hunting essentials, both in-store and online at maxpw.com. Bows, arrows, targets, accessories, and everything you need to hit your mark. And with your purchase of $99 or more, Max will ship your gear straight to your door for free. All this can only be found at Max Prairie Wings Fall Fest. 
Are you a fan or are you the ultimate fan? Play the Elon DK Ultimate Sports Fan Package sweepstakes for a chance to prove you're the world's greatest armchair quarterback. All from the comfort of your own home theater. Visit an Elon DK near you to enter for a chance to build your own home theater with a $5,000 Best Buy gift card plus a YouTube TV gift card. Your ticket to streaming your favorite games this season. Visit an Elon or DK today and score big. No purchase necessary. 18 or older message and data rates may apply. For official rules, eligibility, terms and conditions, and privacy policy, visit myelon.com slash ultimate sports fan sweeps. Need a new tractor? Zero-turn mower? Maybe even a new utility vehicle? River Valley Tractor has you covered. With Kubota equipment from River Valley Tractor, you'll find tractors that are rated number one in owner experience to take on your toughest jobs with ease. Find them today at rivervalleytractor.com. Work smarter, not harder this year with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. I'm going to read some of these. Just uh, I, I, There was, Rick, just a, I, I don't know what description to use. There, were, there was simply more than I had time to read from both our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line and the same thing with our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. So I'm going to knock a few of these out while I have an opportunity. Uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. This from the 501 when KJ ran to the sideline. With room to score here and he's banged up makes sense. And then this one from the 501. What's Pittman's job security if he wins five to six games th- this year? I don't think anybody knows even closely, remotely, what the answer to that particular question is right now. Uh, then this one comes from the 817. says, KJ is not hurt nor banged up. That's a lie. They're trying to make him into a pro-style quarterback, not just they he, ooh, okay, I'm trying to read this. Not, okay, turn him into a pro quarterback. Not just they, he, him, too, and they aren't letting him do what is best for the team. I get accused of my poor grammar, and uh, I just try to read these like they are. So if it sounds like I have poor grammar, then so be it. I think the gist of that was... That uh, he's this, not hurt. Yeah, no, I, this, I, I think this. I think if Sam Pittman indicates that he's banged up, we don't know what banged up means. Uh, that could mean bruises. That could mean something that could be severe if he gets banged on it. We, we don't know. Sam Pittman is not going to lie. He may evade the truth, but he's not going to lie. So when you say that's a lie, I would totally disagree with yeah, that. I agree that uh, he he made it very clear that uh, he was banged up. And that's as far as he was state when there. I think that could have been one play that he was talking about when K.J. took to the sideline because mm-hmm. he went on to elaborate. And he says, you know, we tried to get him to go to the sideline before, but he won't do it. Yeah. Well, for whatever the reason, guy, he did it that time. Hey, the one on, There was one guy to beat, and the guy was, you know, probably 190 pounder. He's a defensive back. So uh, usually K.J. runs over those guys now. Arkansas scored on the what either the next player or the one after that, so it didn't matter. But that is something KJ usually takes as a challenge and runs over people. Yeah, and there was another play he didn't cut it back that um, he kind of just let it string itself out and got taken. I mean, there were uh, it, it's just like a few moments ago when Kevin was talking about it didn't look like he had the same kind of zip on the ball. So uh, again, there could be some issues there. And now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Do I feel basketball's raining from the sky? Yo, <laughs> Kevin, 
Uh, this was a big weekend for official, unofficial visits for Arkansas football. Was this a big weekend? I think a young man named Jacob Lanier was a visitor this past weekend for Arkansas basketball. That's right, Randy. You know, Arkansas, back-to-back weekends, five visitors. You had, one, you know, really highlighted by class of 2024 official visitor, and only one of those. And then you had, you know, multiple classes, 25 and 26 players representing those on unofficial visit. So it's been back-to-back weeks because we know Arkansas in the first three games of football season, the first game is in Little Rock. You can't have, obviously, you're not on campus for a game. You're not bringing visitors in. So really the basketball program had to kind of focus those two back-to-back weekends with Kent State and then Brigham Young of uh, getting a total of 10 players in. And now that we know Arkansas is playing away from home uh, for several weeks. So this was a great opportunity. You mentioned Jacob Lanier, the official visitor, class of 2024, uh, national top 50. Isaiah Elohim, a 6'5 wing uh, out of Sierra Canyon. That's a big-time basketball school out in California on the high school level. Obviously, he'll be a senior. You know, I interviewed him right after the visit. Uh, he was very pleased with everything. You know, he basically said, look, Musselman went through everything I needed to hear, everything I need to know. He's already taken a, the previous weekend. He visited Villanova. He's got planned visits coming up to Southern Cal, USC, uh, and then Providence. So we'll see if he sticks with us. He told me if he gets to a point where he decides on a school, he, he'd go ahead and commit and plan on signing early. Uh, but we'll see if he takes the other visits. But your but your unofficial visitors, you mentioned Jacob Lanier, class of 2026. He was one of three uh, players from that class. Another young man, Aiden Cronister, a 6'7 wing um, at, at Rogers. And Northwest Arkansas uh, not only took his unofficial visit on Saturday, he picked up an Arkansas Razorback scholarship offer on Monday. So just two days later, he got an offer. We know Lanier's already got an offer. The 6'6", very versatile guard out of Mall Mill here in Central Arkansas. And the other class of 2026, an unofficial visitor, uh, was Ladarrell Robinson Jr. He's a six-seven forward out of Marion. Uh, Marion's really produced a lot of good teams and players over the years. He's the latest. Uh, but so these young players, I mean, that, it's a deep 2026 class. For years, we've talked so much about how deep the seventh, 2017, then 2020, uh, and then 2022. And I think 26 is kind of in that conversation. There's a lot of names and a lot of guys in that class that are going to be high major uh, prospects, and we just mentioned some of those. And then the other visitor this weekend was 2025, B.J. Davis Ray, a 6'6 guard. He had been at Link Academy. He was transferred for his junior season to Duncanville. So we know coming out of Link, he played, you know, Jordan Walsh was there previously, and then Duncanville was Anthony Black. So there's those Arkansas ties. He was on an unofficial visit. It was his second time to be on campus because he attended one of the Razorbacks basketball games last year. So he was by B.J. Davis Ray. But that's that's the group of players, Randy, that Arkansas had in uh, over the weekend. And, again, they got to attend basketball practice. I interviewed every player. They go on and on. They continue to rave about the Razorback basketball team's practices. They love the fan atmosphere. I think it was over 74,000 for the Brigham Young game. And I know it didn't play out the way Arkansas fans wanted on the school board, but anytime you bring in recruits, uh, to a setting like that, especially for the basketball team uh, this weekend, I think they were impressed with everything they saw. Great atmosphere. There's no question yeah, of that. Was that. Tremendous sure atmosphere. Was. All right, Kevin, this from our Asher Record Service Company, Life in Feedback. Colton says, please ask Kevin, how is the current roster shaking down for this season? I hear the Houston transfer is giving Devo a run for his starting time. Uh, also, how is Blocker and uh, Bayfall doing? And uh, that from uh, Colton. Yeah, uh, guys, I, I've said it so many times. I love this roster, um, and I like it. One of the big things I love is that 35 years of Division One experience. Um, and Musman knows how to reconstruct a roster every year. That's what that's part of what makes him successful. It, you know, you would think five or six years ago. When you say something like that, it's a huge challenge, and nobody wants to do that. But, you know, this is the new norm, and he's, he's one of the best at it. And I think, you know, getting nine newcomers, seven out of the transfer pool, and I think we've got to continue to remind people they brought back five players. Devo, you brought his name up. This is a fourth-year guy. This is an all-SEC performer. He was all-defensive team last year. He's one of the winningest players in Arkansas history when you start talking postseason. 
And it's not like he was just along for the ride. He was had a big impact on that. Trevor in Brazil, he's almost a full strength, by the way. Arkansas has got everybody practicing full go except Brazil, and he's just all he's lit, lacking right now is getting bumped up to doing the full contact five on five live stuff, which they've increased lately, by the way, guys. Um, but you know, you go, you mentioned Tremon Mark, uh, the transfer from Houston, just like Devo's got that winning pedigree. Um, and, and, and I'm interested, you know, I, I still think I, I have a grit, an idea what the top seven rotation might be right now. Uh, and, and to me, you can be, have starter value and not technically start. And, you know, Debo's been a guy that's been in and out of the lineup as far as a starter, but we know his minutes have been consistently big since about the midway point of his freshman season. So I always look at it from that standpoint when I'm talking starters and starter value. Um, but I love this team because I like the, the, not only the experience, but I think positionally down the roster, front line, backcourt, wing, there's a, there's a diversity of skill set that I don't think Arkansas has had in a while. I mean, it's not been a good three-point shooting team, a lousy one. I think that gets corrected. I think they're going to be good against the free throw line. And I just think when I look at guys that are coming back that have been in the system and all that experience out of the portal and then real talent there, maybe not three one-and-done types that are going to be drafted first or second round, but there's probably at least one guy like that in Brazil if he stays healthy and maybe more. Uh, but I, I, I like the, the roster top to bottom. I think Arkansas... When Musman, if he sticks to seven or eight guys, I think he's got more options through 13 if he wants to tweak and, and, and change things up as they move, go, move along. So are you oh, – okay, okay. As you move along, I start to say, it almost sounds like maybe we may see more than a seven- or eight-man rotation. I understand in exhibition play. I understand in non-conference yeah. play. You're going to see more guys. I realize once conference play hits, then that's where that seven to eight man. But, gosh, Kevin, it just sounds like as you talk about the depth, the competition, the the quality of the players, it just seems impossible to believe that you're going to set a guy over there on the bench and not play him because he just can't crack that top seven, that there can't be some way that he can still be productive, but because of these numbers that he's always adhered to, Musselman has always adhered to, then a guy ends up planting daisies over there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just a reality of how he's done things. If he changes, that'll be something new. But I still see a seven or eight, and but he's rotated different guys in the back end of that seven or eight. Based on me, Trey Wade was not a guy that was in the top seven or eight. And no, not they got the conference, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, so the idea is there's enough quality through 13 where he can tweak and change some of that top seven or eight. But typically, game to game, he's really sticking to seven or eight. And even in non-conference, I think it's the toughest non-conference he's had. There's a stretch of six consecutive games. I'm not sure they're going to go deep in the bench for, for those. Sure. I think that he's going to make sure he's got the right guys out there the way he likes to coach and the way he likes to run it to, to win games. All right, what about Landon Blocker? Landon Blocker, I'm sorry. And um, they fall. Yeah, I mean, both guys, I continue to hear great things uh, about both of them from what I get. I think one of the biggest things, Randy, is there's just a lot of experience ahead of them. And so we'll see. I think they're both going to play. I think there's going to be opportunities for them to carve a role potentially in that top rotation. But I'm not ready to step out and say, you know, one or either one of those guys is a for sure top seven, top eight guy at this point. And that needs to play out. But I think that they're very pleased with what they've seen. I think in both cases, they see things that make them feel better about certain things than they thought coming into it. That's always a good sign. And, you know, I talked to Bay Falls mentor a couple of days ago. He called me and just said, hey, let's talk. We talked 15, 20 minutes. Stuff he was, feedback he was getting on what Bay's doing up there, kind of shared some stuff. And, you know, uh, the families of these players are pleased. They, that's part of the reason why they signed with Arkansas. Uh, but I think those guys are, are doing just fine. All right, Kevin, hang tight. We've got one more second segment with uh, Kevin McPherson on his hoop scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Thanks again to Chris Walker and the gang at Fence Brokers. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment.
Tune in to Morning Mayhem every Monday as Wally Hall tells it like it is. Presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, Little Rock's favorite go-to lunch spot. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Harvard astronomer Avi Loeb has been searching for extraterrestrial life and has been called the world's leading alien hunter. He's pretty outspoken and obnoxious about it, despite having scant evidence that E.T. is actually out there. Two-thirds of the American public believes there is extraterrestrial life, more than the 56% that believes in the God of the Bible, Loeb says. So what? In 1692, the colony of Massachusetts all believed that there were witches in Salem. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence, as Carl Sagan noted. Professor Loeb should pay attention to this. You want to hear a fact? Doublebee's just added store number 34 to the list, the formerly Gateway Country Junction in Heber Springs. Come on over and pay us a visit. Doublebee's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here. He's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking leaves. Except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance. Protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. With over 350 land specialists in 40 states, Whitetail Properties Real Estate is the premier rural real estate company in North America. And Mike Poor, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist, combines local expertise with the Whitetail Properties national reach to reach more buyers who are looking for hunting land, farmland, and rural homes. So if if you're thinking about selling, you need to give Mike Poor a call today at 501-428-7177 or visit whitetailproperties.com. Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now, we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at gogreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our green saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear Package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. In sports, every coach is looking for the winning combination. Arch Marina North Lurock is no different. The reason being, they have the winning combination. G3 boats with a Yamaha motor. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, so can you. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. When you're on the road, we're the voices inside your head. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Thanks again to Fence Brokers and Chris Walker. Do want to mention that Robert Irwin Jewelers is a jeweler for everyone. And they have the kind of creativity that makes you the kind of individual that can display that flair that you have. And they also are the king of making custom jewelry. And I hope I didn't get Tyler in too deep of water yesterday. But uh, nevertheless, I just wanted to give him the proper information, the proper direction, that if and when, if and when it gets to be that time, that he can take that idea, that picture, that sketch, and he can take that to Robert Irvin Jewelers, and he can have 
the engagement ring of his dreams for that significant other. It's beautiful jewelry that you'll be proud to give no matter what your budget. Zero down with up to 60 months to pay, and they have the best selection of loose diamonds, both earth-mined and man-made diamonds. Two locations, the McCain Mall in North Little Rock and the Pleasant Ridge Town Center, Highway 10, next to the Fresh Market, Robert Irwin Jewelers, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. And now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Uh, let's see. Okay, that really is... Uh, I don't think that applies to... Uh, Kevin, uh, this is from Eric by way of our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. You may have already talked about this, but I'm interested on your take on the Twitter back and forth between Jay Billis and Hunter Yurichak. And Hunter kind of referred to that yesterday a couple times, that uh, it's all about the NIL. It's all about, uh, uh, I'm not sure it's more about the transfer portal, but I think it's 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 about the NIL and um, Hunter Yurchak has offered Jay Billis, come to campus, I'll open things up, you can take a look, and you can see where the NIL, how we do business at the University of Arkansas. You know, I think um, that's nice. If he's wanting to do it for them, he ought to do it for the Democrat Gazette or anybody else that asks. That's true. But, but, uh, but that's in reference to Billis thinks the athletes should be getting even more and should be taking some of the take mm-hmm. uh, that comes in from uh, athletic department revenue. And I think that's where Hunter wanted to show him, look, if we do that, and I think any athletic director could show him that, if you do that for, say, your three or four major sports uh, athletes, then you're going to drop about five or six sports really Yeah, quick. revenue sharing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He talked about the 465 athletes. He talked about the 19 sports and how football and somewhat basketball, but not to the degree of football, is basically funding all these other programs. You take away a large chunk of that funding, and all of a sudden now you have... Right. Now, baseball pays for itself, but but those are the... And they may make some revenue, but those are the only three revenue sports. There's, There's no other revenue sport... At the University of Arkansas. And probably so, yeah. most Power so 5 I, conferences. Right. So out of 19 sports, three of them are self-sufficient, and two of them uh, basically pay for the other 16. Right. With one of them paying most of it. Right. Correct. So I think that's... Uh, Kevin, do you know anything about the um, O-line recruits that were at the game on Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> Randy, I didn't. I let Otis Kirk and do that research for Hogville. Uh, yeah, I saw some of the names and I keep up with it a little bit, but I, I don't. I'm not going to, you know, jump into that lane and, and go into depth about the football recruit. And there were quite a few there, and uh, I'm not sure how many were there on officials, but there were a lot of young men there this past Saturday. Yeah. You know, it's interesting when you when you first look. Down and this is Rick. I, I don't know. You may be still involved with the pregame, uh, thirty minutes uh, before kickoff. But I'm I'm there. Got my binoculars. I try to you know see what all's going on. And you can look from sideline to sideline, and I mean it is it is filled to capacity. Now it's not just guys that are down there, and I haven't yet figured out. Rick, what's going on in that northeast corner? Because I see Coach Pittman, Kent State, and this last game, he is down there shaking hands, and there's a lot of ladies down there. And I haven't quite figured out what that what that is. What's going on? Do you know? Might be recruit hosts, hostesses. I mean, that, yeah. that could be, yeah. Could be that. Could be But I think of, I think of recruiting hosts... Yeah. As more of young ladies that's college age, and these are yeah. not college age. Oh, okay. Maybe they're families. Could be. Maybe the, and maybe they are uh, 
high-dollar boosters. Uh, I think there are some that are allowed to go down there before the game. Could be that, too. Well, they haven't let me down there yet. You're not, not a high-dollar booster. I'm not a high-dollar booster. No. You're right. Okay. okay. Me either. So I guess I won't be invited down And you know there. what? I don't envy any of them. I, I have no reason to want to be down there before the game. Do you? No. Not really. Okay. Not really. So, so you don't have to be jealous of something you don't care no. about? No. Uh, probably the only time that I'm going to go down on the field just to say hello. Yeah. And I realize it'll be brief because he's yeah. he's he's in his office. But I do want to go down and say hi to uh, Coach Petrino yeah. uh, next week in, in oh. uh, Arlington. Yeah. But, I don't know if they'll let you do that. I don't know. Maybe, I, I think uh, if I get down there early, <laughs> early enough, they're not going to be as particular. Well, if you get down there, if you're on the sideline when their teams get there and walk in, that's that's probably the time to do. Sure, it. that's what I mean. If I get there early enough, right? Maybe they yeah. won't say. So ah, kickoffs at eleven in the morning. You better get there real early. You better be on the field about eight forty or so. Yeah. So your your show is going to start at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that that day. Yes, and we've done that before from uh, Arlington. Yeah. So it's okay, and everybody. The, the great thing is, it's a it's not a home game. Um, you do get home earlier. Now the thing is, I I'm wondering. Uh, Arkansas fans have maintained the tradition throughout this Arlington deal. They keep going, and and I hope they will uh, go again this year. But now that's two weeks from now. Right now, I've got to worry about LSU. Sure, sure, absolutely. Well, which brings up this question, Kevin, in regards to yeah. basketball recruiting. This has to be, again, Rick Rick is more of our historian on this, but I don't know that there's been a time when you enter SEC play in football and you start on the road and then you may have a neutral site game, supposedly, coming up next with A&M, but then you've got two more road games, Ole Miss yeah. and Alabama, is that not the prime time that you want to bring in even a basketball recruit uh, for an official, but yet there's not going to be a football game to go to? Late September, yeah. early October. It is. That's why they crammed so many guys in in these last two weekends, but only two official visitors, and they're really targeting the 24 kids that are consigned early for those official visits right now. The rest were unofficial in other classes, 25 and 26. But October 7th, Marquise Passmore, class of 2024, uh, 6'5 wing at a combine academy in North Carolina. Musman was in to see him in person uh, on Wednesday of last week. He'll have an official visit October 7th. That weekend, Arkansas is on the road against Ole Miss in football. So Arkansas is bringing in that official visitor. Arkansas is also getting a five-star top five, Trey Johnson. He's Arkansas has been top six for a while. They're getting him in for an official visit on October 20th. That weekend, Arkansas is finally back home and will host Miss right. Day. So he'll get to be part of that. So they do have some business coming up in October. But you're right, Randy. They're missing some opportunities to get guys on campus from the football hogs and the fans and all that experience. Yeah. Boy, it is it is a crazy schedule this year for football. All right, Kevin, we'll talk with you later on in the week. That is Kevin McPherson, better known as Poop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Thanks again to Fence Brokers, Chris Walker, and the gang. Man, hour number three, straight ahead. Fellas, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, but you need to do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They specialize in men's wellness and customized testosterone treatments. It's quick. It's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results in about 25 minutes. Ball